Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Vital Dawn podcast for Friday, October 9th. S&P futures and NASDAQ futures are both up about the same amount, about 30 basis points. Europe's major indices are trading flat to up about 15 basis points. Asia generally traded higher for the most part. There were a few pockets of underperformance. So Japan and Hong Kong both ended off small. Mainland China, which opened for the first time in a week after its holiday, um, rallied today up about 1.5% for the Shanghai Comp. So on the macro front to go through, there's absolutely no change on any of the big topics, themes, or trends. So on the political front, again, Trump is on course to lose the race. If it were held today, he would lose badly. I don't think there are reasons to doubt the polls. I know people, um, you know, again, are, are a, a common comment to make is that the polls were wrong in 2016, and therefore they could be wrong again today. The polls were not wrong in 2016. The final poll figures were actually very accurate as far as where the race has turned out. Um, you know, I think you can say that Trump still has some time to turn the race around. Uh, I mean, there are still obviously a couple more weeks before um, people head to the polls on November 3rd. However, there are not many opportunities. So it looks like the uh, debate that had been scheduled for next Thursday will be canceled. There is still doubt uh, about whether the last debate on October 22nd will take place. And then also keep in mind, there has been an explosion in early voting. So according to a Reuters statistic, over six and a half million people have already voted so far in this election, which is up more than 10 times from 2016. So a lot, the election has already begun, voting is already taking place. So there's just, there's not a lot of time for him to turn around um, and and catch up to, to where Biden is, just given where some of these poll figures are. And it's not just national leads, um, you know, the, the battleground states, Biden is pulling away in many of the big ones as well. So that is the state of the presidential race. There is still, I think, a lot of questions around um, the outcome in the Senate. Now, obviously, Biden's poll momentum should translate down ballot for uh, Senate Democratic candidates. But it's certainly not as clear. It's not as definitive as the presidential polls are suggesting. Um, the Senate will have one big opportunity, Republican um, Senate We'll have one big opportunity left to kind of make its case with the SCOTUS confirmation hearings, which kick off on Monday. But there too, I think, you know, markets increasingly are positioning themselves for at least a Biden victory, if not a full Democratic sweep. That by far has been the main um, macro theme in the tape over the last week and a half. And then, you know, um, related to that, the implications for fiscal stimulus. So there is a lot of talk again today about fiscal stimulus talks taking place in Washington. It's become absurd at this point to even really talk about this any further. So I will not spend much time on it other than to say investors should not expect any action on fiscal stimulus before the election with the exception perhaps of an airline bill, although even that looks unlikely. Um, despite what you may read in the press about talks taking place, there is still a huge gap between Pelosi and McConnell. It is very notable that McConnell is not even participating again in these talks. Incidentally, McConnell yesterday said he has not been to the White House in two months because he does not trust its COVID uh, precautions. Um, so again, fiscal stimulus before the election is just noise. Fiscal stimulus after the election, though, obviously is a huge driver of what we've been seeing in the tape. 
um, whereby if you do see a democratic sweep, people are throwing out some huge numbers in terms of the size of a fiscal stimulus bill that could occur, you know, three trillion plus, um, depending on on who you want to talk to. So that again is the key underlying driver of what you've been seeing in the market. Um, so that is on the macro front. That's everything. Um, it really was not much else to talk about. Not a lot of real major economic data. Not much on the central bank front. But I think that investors are spending too much time focusing on all, uh, on discussing all those topics, and they're missing what you know a lot of company specific news that's been taking place. So I've counted at least thirteen positive pre announcements from companies in Europe and the U.S. since Thursday morning, and I may be missing a couple of them. But you've seen, uh, you know, just to underline the case, there's been uh, obviously, um, you know. You had, we're coming off of a very, very strong Q2 earnings season, and it looks like we're going to be heading into another robust earnings season in Q3. The magnitude of upside will not be the same just because estimates this time around are not nearly as conservative or dire as they were in Q2. But corporate America is performing very well, despite all the noise that, that comes out of Washington. Um, so the 2021 S&P consensus now stands at about $168. It continues to kind of creep up a couple of dollars every month. Um, I would not be surprised if you see that at $170 by January 1st. And again, that's before any type of you know enormous fiscal stimulus is thrown on top. And that's also before um, you know you were to, you know, you see a possible vaccine hit. So corporate America, for the most part, has adopted very impressively to the pandemic. Um, other than the company sitting right at the epicenter of the crisis, travel, leisure, et cetera. Um, the majority of corporate America really has transitioned itself to the point where these numbers would be impressive even without um, a virus in the U.S. So that, I think, is kind of the big theme for today, at least, is just all the company-specific news that you're seeing beneath the surface, um, as well as a decent amount of M&A, the biggest one being the journal reporting that AMD is in advanced talks to buy Xilinx. So obviously that would be the latest big semiconductor deal coming off of ARM NVIDIA and then Maxim ADI. Um, and then there are a couple of other M&A transactions as well. Uh, so that is all the major news for today. There's nothing on the calendar for Friday. It should be a very quiet day as far as scheduled news, although I'm sure we'll see um, you know another, another uh, flurry of, of Trump commentary, whether it's media interviews or tweets. Um, Trump claims that he has been cleared for um, rallies again. He, he has talked about holding one possibly tomorrow in Florida. We'll have to see if that takes place. But the calendar is very quiet uh, for today. It should be very quiet over the weekend. Um, and then just quickly into next week, you know, earnings season will get underway with the banks. That starts Tuesday morning. You have the Apple iPhone launch. You have Amazon Prime Day. You have the beginning of the SCOTUS confirmation process. Um, and like I said before, the debate that had been scheduled for the 15th, it looks like it will not take place. Um, and it looks like Trump and Biden will both hold separate events on that day. Um, I published my latest views on the tape yesterday. I sent around in the, in the bull versus bear conversation. Um, you know, again, I'm, I'm quite optimistic on just the performance of corporate America. I continue to push back on valuations. You know, we're back above 20 times now. I think that's too rich. I also do think that political expectations are becoming a little warped in that I don't think it's nearly given that um, you're going to see the Senate turn over um, in in November. And then I also, again, I think as far as a democratic sweep and how that would be for stocks over time, I don't think it's nearly as bullish as I think some of the, you know, the narrative right now uh, currently states. Although I think that's more an issue for 2021. I, I think for the moment, 
um, you know, I, I appreciate why stocks are as excited as they seem to be about fiscal stimulus. Uh, and that is essentially everything for today. Thank you for listening.